Welcome to episode 7 of Brothers in Law of Destruction, the number one, or at least what should be the number one rated podcast on iTunes. Um, we're on iTunes now. Uh, we haven't uploaded for a while. We're uh, terribly sorry about that, but... Well, we're sorry. We're not terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry, um, but, you know, we both have lives, and this is not a source of income for us, so, you know. But it can be Blue Apron. It can be if Blue Apron would like to sponsor us, if they would just please... If they would sponsor us, I'd have something to drink right now. And my electric wouldn't be shut off. <laughs> That's a lie. My electric's not shut I'm off. I'm going to tweet Blue Apron when we post this link and say, here you go. Here we go. This is an award-winning podcast. Award-winning podcast. What award? You don't need to know that. If you found us on iTunes, you'll notice that um, we start with episode three. Larry, would you like to describe to our new listeners Yeah. Um, so why that's the case? What happened was um, we were getting on iTunes... And iTunes, as they should, take copyright very, very seriously, as everyone should. And the opening, the old opening we had for the first two episodes, was a guitar rift from, do you remember the song? Or um, Rough Landing Holly by Yellowcard. That song. And um, so, again, just, you can't use that. Um, didn't ever think we'd actually get on iTunes, so didn't really mind using it, but we're on iTunes, so... And we had made that back in, like, January. Yeah, so we made we, that a... We, did, we really didn't think much of it. Yeah, didn't think a lot, but when we got on iTunes, we said, well, we can't post that, so those two episodes are down. Um, they will be edited, though, with that part taken out, and then just re-uploaded, so that's... Uh, so if you're, if you're really interested in watching... And listening to a podcast that's time sensitive and uh, really want to listen to, for some reason, old episodes of a wrestling podcast that have to do our with our Royal Rumble um, predictions and have a listen. Which I don't know why you wouldn't. There were, uh... I, I've done that sometimes. Oh, I do. I, I do, but I do it like a year. Like if the Royal Rumble's coming up, I always think like, what were we thinking going into the Royal Rumble yeah. last year? And then I'll listen to an old podcast and be like, oh, that's what... That's what people were thinking last year. Well, with one of my old jobs, I used to have to drive a lot, and um, if I would like listen to all listen to all my podcasts I had up, I would go back to old cheap heat episodes from like I don't know, like Hell in a Cell 2015, just to see what they were thinking. I listen regularly to um, I think it's uh, Tony Schiavone and uh, Jim Ross. It's not on iTunes anymore because it's just been so long, so it's now gone. Right. But uh, I, find, I go on YouTube and listen to it a lot if I'm just bored and I want to hear a good interview because I thought it was a really good interview. Yeah. So what's on uh, what's on the agenda for today, sir? Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Well, since we haven't recorded in a while, we wanted to kind of get into quite a lot of different things. Um, we'll be doing like pr- uh, Great Balls of Fire predictions. Um, and um, we'll be talking about quite a lot of things. But when I was writing, kind of doing our show notes here, um, the first thing I wanted to talk about, something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and this is this is nice because since we've since we've last recorded, we've had a f- kind of a, a few weeks, a month to really think about this, and I want to talk about Seth Rollins. Um, I have in my notes, and this is how Stone Cold will talk about uh, a match. He'll say exactly what he wrote down, so um, or on his podcast. So he'll say, so um, number one, Seth Rollins, Ice Cold. Why and what needs to change? So do you want to? Start there. I th- oh, by the way, if if you are new to this podcast from iTunes, that's Larry. I'm Tyler, but that's not important. My name's Larry. <laughs> um, 
Seth Rollins is ice cold. Um, I think now, it, now that's something that I said. So if you don't agree, that's um, fine. no, I I wholeheartedly agree. Sadly, um, also if you're new to this podcast, we don't disagree a whole lot. Um, we're yeah, norm- it's kind of boring. <laughs> we're normally pretty uh, pretty on the same wavelength here. One big reason I think he's ice cold now is because he hasn't been given uh storylines and feuds that people can really invest in. You know, excluding the Triple H program he was in. You know, he's been in uh, extended feud with Kevin Owens, uh, side with Chris Jericho, and now Bray Wyatt. And it's there's nothing really to invest in because, you know, you look at it and you think nothing's going to come out of this. And Kevin Owens, I, I don't, at least I didn't. I don't think many, many people thought he was going to win the Universal title. No. With Chris Jericho, you knew nothing was really going to come of it. You, you know. And well, now with Bray Wyatt, you know, I've checked out with Bray Wyatt. I'm done with him. Yeah. I, I don't care anymore about him. So that's just why – that's one big reason I think he's uh, completely just, you know, as cold as the Arctic Circle now. It's been an odd – it's been an odd trajectory from his babyface turn to now. It's this weird story. You have the Triple H being the height, the height of it, which looks like a, a, a climax to a great story. And when we look back on it, we can say, oh, yeah, it was a great long story. And, you know, you can poke holes in that, that um, philosophy, that way of thinking. But – it was a it was a very strange feud with KO a they were buying their time everyone was kind of getting antsy and wondering okay why is this taking so long um he he has this weird relationship with with um Roman which I which I wait I I like that but then you knew they were just buying their time till January till Royal Rumble season until we got into WrestleMania season um the Triple H program, I really, I loved. I, I thought the, the match was really good. I just rewatched it a few days ago. I really liked it. Um, I thought the whole story there, and, and I'm talking just from when they, from when they actually picked back up on it in January until it ended. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it, it worked well, um, but it felt like that was so hot that then it's like, where do you go from here? Um, I liked immediately afterwards with the whole Samoa Joe thing. They kind of they had their match at Extreme Rules. He wins. It felt like something kind of like had to happen. Yeah. Because uh, Samoa Joe injured him on a Raw before WrestleMania. So in my mind, I was like, okay, so this is something that has to happen. Right. And that made sense. And he even won. Yeah. And and it was roll up. It didn't hurt anybody. It helped. You know, it looked good. And then he even and then his next program with the with the uh, number one contendership. Um, that was fine. So he's in. He's in okay programs. He's in okay to good programs. But now, I just want to know who he, who he, he is. And I think sometimes that's overused in wrestling. You know, I don't know who these guys are. They're 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 a fucking wrestler. That's who they are. But I knew who he was as a heel. I knew who he was as a heel. He I was knew. a whiny, uh, you know, like sort of chicken shit character as yeah. a heel. Just I'm gonna do whatever I can to win. If I have to cheat and just get counted out, I'm gonna win. But yeah, as a Babyface, I'm just like, so what's your what's your mo here, buddy? Why are you here? What yeah. what's your, what's your wrestling for every week? And like, he finally turned around. Like when he first turned babyface after he gets attacked, or after you know Triple H helps uh, KO win. It's it, he's whining, right? He's you know he's the, he's the same heel character, but he's now he's whining about a heel instead of a babyface. And you know why did he do that? Why did they turn their back on me? Um, he slowly stops doing that a little bit, and then he he kind of he turns in the Triple H program into something good. Like I'm going to get my redemption, and the whole concept that he he cuts this promo. We're off to WrestleMania, right? And he says, you know, 
or maybe it was, I think it wasn't the Raw after, but it was one right after, it was two weeks after, because um, Vince said that the, the Superstar shakeup. So he was saying, basically given his pitch why he wanted to stay on Raw, who he was, he he did what he did, but he doesn't. He didn't like who he saw in the mirror. I, justifying what he did, but why he's like the way he is now. I enjoyed that. Now he sounds like a middle school motivational speaker that came to my school when I was in middle school and said why you should work hard and be a good person. He he comes out and he's like ultra white meat, cheesy baby face, yeah. like, and I'm like, man, I I'm just not. I, I, I'm not getting any personality here. I look to him. I don't. Part of me feels like this is overused in wrestling, but part of me doesn't. I sort of look to him as just like an anti, um, and like an anti-hero, just right. like someone who like they do good things and the crowd can get behind them. But you know, they're their own he, person. Yeah, he has an edge to him. You know, he does things where you know, if you step back and look, you're like oh, well, you know, that's probably not good. Kind of like Stone Cold, where you know, I, I don't, I don't mean every anti-hero needs to hit you know, the authority figure with their finisher, but, you know, sort of like that where you look back and you're like, well, you know, you probably shouldn't stunt your 50-year-old boss. Right. I wanted him to do stuff sort of similar to that. And, um... Just be your own person. Yeah, he's he's just really, he's just a, he's like a a cookie-cutter mold at this point. There's nothing special about him. And his whole thing was burn it to the ground. I'm going to burn it to the ground. Keep that. Keep that. Build off of that. What is that? I want to know. Make that... He has good matches. Make that a, um... Make that a, pro- a process, a months-long process. I'm going to show you what that means. I'm going to prove myself. But there's none of that. It's just so, hey, guys, hey, the fine crowd of Jacksonville. Why man. are um, why are him and Bray Wyatt feuding? I, that's – I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I, I honestly – and I don't mean why, – why are they even fighting? No, literally, why are they fighting? What What's their disagreement? Yeah, um – that's something else. Like for me to invest in a story, I don't know if everyone's like this, but for me to personally invest in a storyline, I need to know why, and I need to be able to buy buy into it a little bit. It needs I needs to make enough sense to me where I can say, yeah, okay, like I'll, I'll give you that one. Right. And with him and Bray Wyatt, I just don't. So I think, why am I going to invest in it? Like, it, I'm sure it'll be a good match. Bray Wyatt's not having classic matches. I'm going back and rewatching. Seth Rollins has a couple that I go back and rewatch, right. but you know, I'm not expecting. You know, a Dave Meltzer six point two stars. One because Bray Wyatt's in it, and two because it's not in Tokyo. <laughs> but um, I mean, we're coming for you, Dave. I'm not, David. You, you can have that. I would absolutely hate to do what Dave Meltzer does and just rate matches all the time because, like, well, you think like everyone just always disagrees with him, and I'm like, make your own fucking system, then, buddy. Like, at least he has a legit system that he can say, well, because of this, this, and this, I gave it this many stars. Like, you don't even have. You're just disagreeing with him. You don't have a system. Well, you think, like, how many matches you watch, and you're like, that would be exhausting. exhausting. How many, like... Every know. once in a while, I think he gives, like, a certain match, like, a, a high rating or a low rating just to fuck with people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Where he's, like, instead of giving it five stars, he's like, I'm gonna give it, like, 6.3, just to piss some people off. Yeah, 4. 4.7. 4.5, which I, which I love. So, I think I think he's coming out. Seth Rollins is coming out, and it's just kind of disappointing. He, he's coming out, he's cutting these ultra... Hey, uh, Denver, Colorado, how are you guys doing today? That's where we're from. My name is... <laughs> he said the name of our city. Uh, you know, my name's Seth Rollins, and, you know, you gotta wake up and be the person... And I'm like, dude, like, you're taking it too far. I'm not liking... I wanna know, like, I just wanna know why. Here's what I don't get. Which I get in wrestling, sometimes you just have to forget people's past, but I watched Seth Rollins curbs on people's head into bricks before. 
And I'm supposed to realize that he loves children and that he's just. No, he and see, that's what he doesn't. He did what he had to do. But he doesn't like. He didn't like the person he was when he saw. He I mean, he must have done a lot of soul searching to move past some of that he stuff. He did. Like, I get it, and I I absolutely understand. You know, what's well, wrestling? You're just supposed to suspend, you know, suspend your disbelief and just think, okay, well, you know, you just forget about that stuff. But I want. I don't want it to be able to forget about it like completely. I want if he did that, I want him to say, okay, I realize that's not good. But I still have like a little mean streak in me, or I still have a little edge to right. me. And I'm just like, man, he's just he's round at the edges right now. He has no it's bad. It's it's his matches are still phenomenal. I love his matches. When oh, him, yeah. Whenever him and Roman have a match, I think that's just I mean he's doing completely electric. His his, his work is good. Like it, it I mean, is. It hasn't trailed off. He's still mm-hmm. doing great stuff. It's um, just purely just character. I don't I don't know who he is. I don't know why he's you know wrestling certain people and i don't uh i just don't understand it um we, we'll move on but i do want to say and i've said this before and i'll keep saying this but i want to get credit kingslayer his finishing move should be called the kingslayer and why the time this larry see what time it is why the fuck have they not gave given his uh move a name like what 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 are we waiting on is this a reason? I mean, am I the only one? And I want to be on record saying I love the move. And we don't want to talk about the move itself. Why doesn't it have a name yet? I, I feel like that's another, maybe like, maybe I'm nitpicking now, but another reason people aren't investing is like, well, I don't even know what his finisher's called. Yeah. And, and I don't even think they've, it doesn't feel like they've put it over. Like, no. Seth Rollins was doing the pedigree, and he beat Triple H at WrestleMania with the pedigree. Now he has a new move, and we don't we still don't have a name for it. That feels very, like, wrestling fans notice small things, and yep. I've just honed in on that. And anytime there's a Seth Rollins match on Raw, I'm like, okay, he's going to hit this. They're going to say, and he calls this the Kingslayer, or, you know, some variation of that. And uh, nothing. We still don't have a name for this move. That seems like a big deal to me. It should be a big deal. I, I, is there any reason <clears throat> why? I mean, do we have any theories? Um... Unless we Waiting just for a pay-per-view? unless we just maybe that unless we just go with the theory they're just there. There's a couple of theories that I that I could come up with. Just ones they're lazy and they just haven't thought of one. Or one is they don't want to mess up the name of it and they've got a couple of names and no one's really liked the names of them, so they're still trying to think of one. Which again, Kingslayer, pretty uh, milk it. Get get your money's worth out of this name. Yeah. Um. I don't. I mean, I've I've said before on the podcast. I don't say it again. I personally don't like the move, but I don't like it a lot more because it doesn't have a name. So I don't know. I don't know what he's hitting. He's hitting a knee, but I don't know what to call the knee. Yeah, high knee. I mean, high knee. I mean, hey, and sometimes I kind of like when they give finishers just the name of what it is. Daniel Ryan, the running knee. Like it's a running knee. He runs at you and he hits you with a knee. I have it. It, it, it wasn't like. The goat bone, or you know, like oh man, that would have been good. The running goat. I mean, it was just like the running, the running knee. If they want to just say high knee, I'd accept it. But then call it every time high knee, you know. And then he says, "When I hit you with the high knee, I mean, put that over. That's that. That's the name. It just feels very for for Seth Rollins being as big as he is. It feels very weird that we don't know what his finisher is. It does. Um, you know, when Seth Rollins had matches before, I still felt like they were big deals because I thought, well, you know, he's you know. He's a top guy, but that's slowly starting to dwindle a little bit. Like now, when he's in the ring, I think it's not such a big deal anymore. Should he have matches with Kurt Hawkins on Raw? No, 
I don't think he had. Well, I mean, you can have the one, but you don't need to have multiple matches with Kurt Hawkins on Raw. That's not what you need to do. <laughs> and it's like I, I when I saw it this week, I'm like, all right, here we go. Because every time I'm like, here we go. We're going to see what the name of this is and nothing. I do want to say before we move on, um, I'm, I'm, this has nothing to do with Seth Rollins. I really, I just, every time I see Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, and I'm not going to act like I was a huge, like I'm a huge Kurt Hawkins fan. Man, I just and he's getting mic time and he's doing like he's in a an okay position I guess, but I just feel just terrible. Horrible. And I don't look at like Curtis Axel and think that, or I don't look at some of these guys and think like, oh, I you know I feel bad for those guys. He, he's getting the raw in, you know, a raw deal. But I just look at I just look at um, Kurt Hawkins and I just he has this. The camera always cuts to him right before he talks, and he just has this look where he's looking over at the wrestler. I mean, he does good. He, you know, he's not. He's staying in character and he's doing fine, but I just I feel so bad for him and I can't I can't shake that feeling. I don't know why. It's one of the strongest feelings I have in wrestling right now. I'm gonna go. On, I'm just gonna say it. I just feel so bad for this guy. I I I personally don't feel bad for him. Like I understand why you do, but I, and I don't know why. Like I wasn't like a big fan of him before. Yeah. I'm like they're burying him, but I just look at this, his face and I'm like, ah oh, man. Do you have a crush on him? Do you like him? I think so. I think I. I think nothing wrong with that, man. Let your let your feelings out. I think he's a good-looking guy. He is a good thing. Uh, okay, since we're going there, and Zach, he's a good jobber. Zack Ryder has the best beard, right? No, I don't. I'm not that impressed with it. I'm not impressed looks, with you. It looks kind of fake to me. I know it's not fake. You look fake. That doesn't You're make fake. Sense. You're a fake person. You're fake news. Fake news. Fake wrestling. Fake sport. Fake sport. Okay, let's move on. So next on this episode, we're going to talk about the UK scene for WWE and just what we really want from that and, you know, what we we think we should expect from it. But first, I want to talk about, I, I personally, before we get into this, I love Pete Dunne. I think Pete Dunne's a phenomenal wrestler. I think he has a lot of, you know, I'm not a wrestler and never been in the wrestling business. So, you know, I probably shouldn't be using this term, but I feel like he has a lot of the it factor. When I see him, but um, I'm going to go ahead and let Tyler uh, tell you about what he thinks about Pete Dunne. But okay. before he goes exactly. on there, I want to ask Tyler a question. Okay. What is the background on your iPad, sir? Well, uh, I did. <laughs> All right, I'll say it. Uh, I did take a picture of my daughter off of the background of my iPad and put a picture of. Oh, let me just pull it up. I know. I know the people listening can't see this. But the background of my iPad Mini version, I think iPad Mini 2, refurbished from Apple, is of the current W the World Wrestling Entertainment United Kingdom Champion, the Progress Wrestling Champion, and the Destiny World Wrestling Champion. You're asking three people? No. One guy, his name is Peter, hashtag Peter Three Belts, Pete Dunn. Yeah, I took a picture of my daughter off the background of my iPad and put Pete Dunn on there. Okay, so what? I, you know, I, I see my daughter every day. I don't get to see Pete Dunn every day. I usually do. I watch his matches every day. But um, do you have any other questions? Yeah, Pete Dunn, background of my iPad. Not of my iPhone, of my iPad. I saw that earlier today. And I'm going to change it up because he actually posted a, a – well, I don't know. I like this. It's the whole – The three, three belts, belts in the mouth in the, thing. It is a really cool picture. Piece, but. Um, when I was – leaving today you clicked your ipad and i looked down and i saw that and i thought i'm gonna ask him about that tonight well i have no regrets maybe we can post a picture and put it on it like do we have an instagram 
Do we have an Instagram? Yes, we have an Instagram. I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> All right, so we'll post that picture here. Okay, that sounds We funny. need to post pictures of us recording. We're both in hoodies, even though it's July, because it's freezing in this basement all the time. It is very so I have, cold. I have sweatpants, long socks, and my Columbus Crew SC hoodie. I have an orange hoodie on. It's a, it's a Russell brand. All right, so uh, Pete Dunn. Yeah, um, I really, really love Pete Dunn. Um, I loved Tyler Bate when he first won, and I thought, man, this is this is going to work very well. And then I started watching more and more of Pete Dunn because of um, his match with Tyler Bate, and I thought, okay, maybe maybe Pete Dunn's the guy they should have they should have went with. Which I mean, you know, Tyler Bate's absolutely great, so if they would have just stayed with him, you know, yeah, everything would have been fine. But um, Pete Dunn's just phenomenal. He is. Oh. Hey, not to make a not to get off the subject because I always want to talk about Pete Dunn. I literally came downstairs last night and talked about Pete Dunn for half an hour. But um, is T.J. Perkins a babyface again? Don't they like shake hands after this two to five live match? I do believe so. Hmm. To answer the questions, both of those is I do believe so. Strange. Me and Tyler have uh, the WWE Network playing in the background with no sound on because yeah. copyright. <laughs> right and. Uh, well, we were going to watch, I was going to watch NXT before recording, and then my daughter started crying again. But my boy Johnny, coming back next week, we'll talk about that in another segment. All right, Larry, anyway, back to Pete Dunn. We keep getting sidetracked. Uh, so what do you want in the future to see from Pete Dunn and uh, the WWE uh, UK Championship? How well, do Pete you... Dunn should just keep going on, just dominating the indie scene, and just have like six titles. I just keep going. Um I, I don't know. I I feel like we can't wait much longer. It's July. Yeah. What's going? Is it a weekly show? Because if, like I'm fully invested. I you and I watch progress. Well, we try to keep up with it as much as I can, and um, I mainly watch the British Strong Style tag matches and the Pete Dunne Championship matches. But um, I should we turn heel and just bash that progress guy? I will. Um. All right, you know, we're going to get to this UK thing in a second. Hold the fuck on. We are going to, man. I, first off, before I get into this, which it's not going to make sense, I do love progress. Oh, yeah, progress uh, is awesome. It is It is a very, now, very awesome show. I do show. have to say for every match I love, there's a match that I don't like. Yeah, for but, me, for me, it's more like a 2-1 a or 3-1 ratio. For every couple matches I see, there's one where I just cringe and think, that's not that good. Yeah. Um, What is that man's name? Because I don't know his name because I skipped most of the times he talks. He's the uh, ring announcer. He's a co-owner of, of it. Um, if you watch Progress, you know what I'm talking about. A huge... Uh, he has multiple huge pet peeves of mine. First off... He's I'm, a fucking tool. I'm real fucking tired of having to fast forward <laughs> like whatever I'm watching 10 minutes and he's still in the ring talking. I'm thinking, buddy, I didn't come here to watch your stand-up skit. I'm... Subscribe to Progress so I can watch some God Blessed Wrestling. Yes. Okay, if I wanted to watch comedy, I'd turn on Comedy Central and I'd watch some 2008 stand-up. It's not what I'm here for. I'm here to watch wrestling, not not whatever this is. Also, listen, if they still want to do that thing at the very beginning where he says, you know, it's a tradition. Let's, you know, if you your first show, stand up, tell us where you've been. They say, you know, hello or whatever, and they're and you know wherever they're from is language. That's cool. It's at the beginning of the show. Even though Larry and I have both said, if, if we ever for go, some reason, we're we ever, not standing up. And if you go to stand up, Ohio. But if we ever make it to London or wherever they record this show, 
We are not. We're just gonna be like, yeah, we go. Uh, We've been to every. Can you do one a of these. Can you do an, a British accent right now? Hello, mate. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn right I can. Um, I'm gonna Hello, do the rest mate, of. We are British. I'm <laughs> going to do the rest of this podcast <laughs> in a British accent. Yes. A horrible one of that. Um, but yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to see that, and I feel like it almost messes up. I'm sure there's a reason for it, and I'm, I know like the crowd over there likes it. From what I can see, but I just think... Oh, my, don't you worry. We'll talk about crowds. But just in my head, I just think, that's not... I don't need that. You don't need to talk for 10 minutes in between every match. You can come out, make a one-liner if you absolutely have to, but then maybe just announce like, isn't the match. His, wouldn't his whole point to be, like, to, to, to sling the show along, right? He did this, I do believe it was last year's uh, strong, Super Strong Style Tournament. When they started the show late because of there was some sort of uh, dilemma, and he's like, you know, he's like, you know, we 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 got to speed this along, we got to, you know, we got to go, you know, and all that stuff, and then he'd come out and just talk for ten minutes. I'm like, D- are you really under time constraints, buddy? Because um, if I cut up, if I went through on Adobe Premiere and cut up what he, how much he talks in the show, I'd have an hour stand up special. Let's do an episode. Let's do a podcast episode where we do that, and then we just talk about every single thing that he has said. Oh God! On every one of their chapters, I by the end I would break this laptop. I would put my fist through it. But uh, love the work you're doing, buddy. Uh, like progress. So. Love progress. Don't like you talking. Do not like your stand up. Is there anything you want to say about it? <laughs> uh, no, I really like the guy. Uh, I don't know why Larry's being so mean. I also want to fucking stab myself every time he talks because I don't get. To, I I get to watch progress when it's twelve o'clock at night and. <laughs> My daughter's asleep, and my wife's asleep, and I have the iPad under the sheets because it's really bright, <laughs> and I'm trying to sneak in a match, like trying to watch a match before I go to bed, and I have to fast-fucking-forward every match because I'm like, oh, I'll watch this, ta- this tag match, and then I'm like, nope, he's been talking for 12 minutes, so you make you make my life really inconvenient, buddy, and I really wish that the, their website you could stream. Yeah, you, sh- you guys should do that. Even though I just said I only watch matches at night when everyone's sleeping. but I'd stream them. Um, anyway, so the UK, how how much longer are we going to have to to wait before, I, you know, do you want a weekly show? I want either a weekly or maybe even like a bi-weekly show. Yeah. Is, is what I would like. Um, and I just, mainly because I feel like you, I feel like you can't just do monthlies because you need developing storylines and you need to invest in characters. So I feel like you can't just do that. Um. I mean, it is a WWE show, so we yes, know that um, you know. I want it to just be based in the UK. Right. Is what I'd like. Every once in a while, they can come. You know, for like big events like SummerSlam and stuff, they can come and you know, you know, do a show. You know, around where you know, WWE, where you know, the main roster and the next TR. But I'd really just prefer them to stay in the UK. And I think you know, it was real hot for a while. And then I feel like it cooled down, and people started not just... In, not, in, um, not in my mind. <laughs> and then people just started thinking, you know, okay, you know, when are we going to get to this? And then at NXT TakeOver, Tyler Bate and uh, Pete Dunne had their just... Match of the year. Yeah, a classic match. And then people, I feel like, you know, it re-energized people about it. And they're like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, we're really, we're going to see it. I'm real excited. And they just haven't... It's not that they haven't done anything with it. I mean, they've been Be- on they absolutely, a couple times. Yeah, like, they have done that. But that's it. And they're not a main focus on NXT. Why aren't they on NXT More regularly? 
twice a month. I don't know. And feature the feature the title on NXT for now. I have it almost like a third, a I'm third uh, title. I'm starting to get to the point title. now where I'm just like, Whatever. I don't. They're not even really talking about it. It's not just that they're not. There's not a show. They're not even giving updates about it. They're not. They're not so, saying this is you know what's happening. They're not saying well this is what happened on a house show or Pete Dunne did this or Tyler Bate did this. They're just nothing unless right. you followed those specific people on social medias. You don't really know what's going on. Right, with in it. which we do. Yeah, but oh, absolutely. But um, yeah. Well, I'm, I am thinking it's July fifth um, right now. I am you know SummerSlam is next month, and I'm would assume that they'll be part of the NXT takeover. Which man, am I pumped for that takeover? Um. I'm, I assume they'll be a part of that, and then I'm I'm thinking maybe they will start like a weekly show after that, or we will know what the direction is after that. Um, you know, every time, Larry, every time. I, at some point during recording, Larry acts like he's shoving the whole mic in his mouth, and it is impressive. Um, What's more impressive is I can actually get my mouth around this microphone. It's it's distracting me. Um, but I can't even look. I can't even look at you. Um. I don't know. I a weekly show like at this point because I've watched so much progress, I would really be interesting, or I'd really be. Uh, I, I am interesting. I'd really be interested um, because I, I I'm kind of invested in the wrestlers. Uh, I I do hope it's slightly different. I just I wanted to have a different feel to it. I don't know what that means. I know that's super lazy and like generic. I just want it to be different. But I want I I want something to be. I want it to be maybe an experiment, uh, whether that be biweekly. I, I don't I don't know I'm not sure what I want but um, I know I want something from from this as far as a, a different feel from me I want a smaller I want smaller venues but I want I don't want to I don't want smaller dark venues I want like not lit as in the term that like teenagers use the I mean lit as in like actual <laughs> lighting like I want it to be very I also very, want it to be lit yeah <laughs> I want it to be a very very bright I want it to be small room settings. Um, I don't want there to be a ton of matches when they have it. I want it to be bi-weekly. You know, if it's bi-weekly, maybe... No, no, no. I want it to be one hours. One hours. I want it to be one hour. I want it to be one hours. One hours. I want it to be one hour bi-weekly. And I want there to be like three matches. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I want them to get a lot of ring time in. In between, you can do things. Why don't and you do... Mainly all- so you can just focus on like those people. So you can get a lot of, you know, yeah, with those, with you know, those three love, matches. Why don't you do almost like mini documentaries, mm-hmm. backstage interviews? Um, I feel like it could be a show very, progress matches. Show their matches. It could be a very very social show. I feel you could do a lot of you know interviews. You could do a lot of you know mini docs and. Uh, if, if they really want to, if they say like like as they say, um, sorry, I'm distracted by this TJ Perkins match. Um, if they really want to capitalize on the, you know, UK wrestling scene, like, make it feel like, you know, a, a non-douchey UK wrestling scene. Yeah. Like, you know, have your own spin on it, but but do something a little bit different. Don't do that many live things. Do, you know, show, be like, you know what? Um, it, it's almost like it's completely separate. It's like they're doing, it's like another indie promotion that WWE just happens to be, like, on the contract for, like, at the top of the contract. But, like, oh, you want to know about, um, Trent Seven will like check out this progress wrestling match from him. Show highlights. And once you do like, like three four minute edited matches of theirs, 
on the indie scene and be like this is what you're this is what you're going to be seeing coming up you know um, next week or you know in two weeks you get to see Trent Seven you know here's a five minute clip of one of his matches and just do like an edited version something to where you're like oh that's that's different like that's cool um, the main they have to do something soon yeah the main thing I want at this point is just for something to get done literally, I don't fucking literally anything I don't care what it is at this point I just want something to be set in stone like this is you know, where we're moving forward with the UK championship. Because in my mind... At this point, I'm like, Pete, I love you, but what, is it even a big deal to hold around, hold that title? You, See, you don't that's, what I'm, that's what I'm kind of thinking. It's like, well, you have it. So I think in having it, Listen, you have... I, no, no, I know where you're going with this. I can criticize Pete Dunne. You can't. Yeah. I'm not going to criticize Pete Dunne. Um, but he isn't defending this title because he's scared of Tyler Bate. Um, I, you have it. So I think, okay, so there has to be people chasing it. There has to be people wanting it. You have to be defending it a lot. or has to be, you know, showcase a lot. And other than Pete Dunn putting it in his mouth for some pictures, it's not really getting showcased. Now, now granted, he, he is showing up on progress. Oh, yeah, it. he's showing up on progress. Like, he's showing up to other places with it. Which is which is cool. But as far as, you know, WWE goes, he's not really showing up with it. And I'm just like, well, he's not showing up. And I just I want something to get done where I can criticize what they do instead of, you know, trying to book how they should do it. Right, right. I'd rather right now be talking about, well, this is what they're doing with the UK guys. I would rather them maybe be doing this instead of, you know, saying, well, hopefully this is what they do with it, but right now they're not doing shit. I even saw, I think I was, I think it was, um, I think it was Pete Dunn. Um, I was listening to maybe some interviews, and I think he had mentioned how, like, hey, we're out of, the, we're in the dark, too. Well, we don't really know what's going on. We don't know what the, what the future is. We just... <laughs> They tell us when they figure it out, but like we don't know anything going forward. Um, can we get back to talking about how great Pete Dunne is? Though? Uh, yeah, Let's he's just a... do the rest of the podcast. But I did uh, he's buy a good guy. one of his shirts. Uh, I got uh, one of his shirts for Father's Day. Tyler did. That's very um, true. Man, I didn't get anything for Father's Day. Yeah, well, you know, Larry's not a dad, but I'm not. Damn shame. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I love the guy. I think he's he has everything for me. I think he has. Um, he has the skill. He's a he really is, as they say, a brawler and a tactical wrestler at the same time. Um, he's a storyteller. He has, you know, I know I'm sure people said this over and over and over again. He has the facial expressions, and that's all you need at this point for me. He is the guy. I love the mean mug he does, like after he hits moves or when See, he right does there. his uh... TJ. Hmm. What are they going to do with this guy? I don't know. Or when he uh, puts, you know, his fist on his chin and oh, does man. his mean mug, I think he looks like someone who can just whoop some ass. But then he also just sometimes he'll get hit, and the facial expression he makes, I'm like, oh damn, he got he got rocked. You go watch a clip of him to whoever's listening to this, and then just tell me that I was wrong in taking my daughter's picture off the off the. Um, Little screens, everything on the iPad, and putting him up there. Okay. Now, to Tyler's defense, his daughter is his screensaver on his phone. I do believe. Yes, I always have. I've always kept a tradition of the lock screen and the home screen. One being my dog, and one being my daughter. So there, there we go. Um, just ha- I, I had to change it up because of uh, how much. I work think Dunn's doing. I'm not sure what my background is on my phone. I think it's a railroad. I think it's progress. No, it's not anymore. It used to be. When I first started watching Progress, I thought their logo was really, really cool. So oh, I made that my cool screensaver. Cool, but I have, cool I have, I have since changed. It is a very cool title. All right. Well, um, 
that's kind of all we have for um, for this segment. Yeah, so, um, it would. Uh, this segment would be a lot better if they were doing something and we could talk about that and brainstorm. You know where they can go with it. Still optimistic. You know, oh, I, very. I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm more optimistic just because of the talent they have. I think there's no way they can screw up that much oh, talent. Very. Well, there you. All right. Keep this. Uh, keep this. Uh... In your head, guys, mark this time down, the date that you would listen to this, because Larry I'll, I'll say officially it. fucked it up. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, with as much talent as they have, you know, with people Larry's from... Larry's never watched wrestling before. With the guys from the UK, that uh, they're going to mess this up. I mean, obviously you can by just not ever doing anything. What if they just don't? <laughs> but um, I, think, I think with as much talent they have, it'll be pretty, pretty difficult to do something and completely shit the bed with it. Even if it's lackluster, this, these guys are awesome. Like yeah. Tyler Bate is amazing. Trent Seven is amazing. Pete Dunn is amazing. I mean, I want to see more of the Wolfgang. I want to see more of these guys. Mark Andrews. Uh, I'm just trying to name drop to show people that I watch indie wrestling. But, like, I want to see more of these guys. I, I don't, you know, I don't care. I'll call you out. I don't want to see that Sammy Callahan guy. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. I don't like him. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a great person, but I personally do not like his wrestling. Oh my god, I I, I hate it. Tyler hates. It. <laughs> I just can't stand the guy. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll uh, put a plug in there. And... Next on this episode of Brothers in Law of Destruction, we're going to talk about a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, which is New Japan World, and my frustrations with them. So my big one, just to get it off the bat. They're still charging me every month, and I get an international fee every month how much? for New Japan. It's only a $2 fee. I mean, how much? I think it's like 9 or 10 something And I can't watch it because it won't let me. <laughs> and I can't call anybody. And I don't just want to call my bank and say, hey, don't let them take money out of my account anymore. I want to get it fixed. But they, I absolutely cannot watch anything on New Japan World. And I just, but I'm getting charged every month. Every month I'm getting charged. Um, so This is baffling. The, was it the start of the G1? Yeah, I subscribed on when the G1 came around. Loved it, watched it. I thought it was really, really good. And then, um, you know, I'm just, uh, can't watch it now for whatever godforsaken... Effing reason. They just had their their two day US uh, USA show and uh, Larry was at work, so I texted him and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna watch this." So I logged on. They said, uh, "Not available in your area." And I thought, "Okay, it's in the USA. It's in the US now." So it so it said day two would be. So I logged on, the second day. Um, I clicked on it, and it said that they was gonna charge us nine ninety nine yen. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I thought, okay. Um, I'm already logged in, and Larry, it already took it out of his account. It took it out literally that morning. That So I'm like, and I knew if I would have clicked OK, they would have charged him another $10. They absolutely would. Um, so Larry's logging on um, as we Show this picture instead from Japanese to, to English. <laughs> yes. see if it's going to work. Yes, that's what I want. I want Japanese to English. You would just think by now, um, I mean, they really want to go. They just have, they just crowned their first... IWGP um, United States Champion. Um, they wanna, they wanna, obviously uh, go into America. They want to expand, right? And you would just think that they, that their website would be like English friendly. And you know, 
Now, how does the website you have up on, on your Mac, it's like an English translator, right? Uh, yes, I use... But it's still um, shitty? Yes, I use Chrome, so it uh, translates for me, but there's still a lot of stuff that it just doesn't translate for whatever reason. Now, we were trying to watch Wrestle Kingdom this January. Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put in my payment stuff again, and if it takes it out twice, I'll just call my bank and I'll say, you know what, don't let this particular you know, person take money out of my account. I think that's what you're going to end up having to do. Well, is, so, call, is call my bank and tell them, like... Well, go to the bank and just, like, ask if they can stop the payment. Say, I... I first off, that's technically fraud. If you unsubscribe from a service and they continue to take money out. Right. Because um, I did look that up because I thought, can I sue? Can I sue New Japan? <laughs> Which now, granted, we don't, just don't think I have not talked topic last week and bought. Um, don't think I haven't talked to my lawyers about this. They are well aware. My email address. Keep uh, let's let's keep going though. Okay. You know? Well, Larry's currently logging in. It, what's it saying right now? Uh, right now it's saying I don't even have an account. Oh my god. Which is just bull shit. Cause I do. My username's Lair Bear. Yeah, that is you. That's me. My my nickname's been Lair Bear for a while, everybody. So, you know, something you're all just gonna have to you know, you've if you're here for episode seven, there's really no turning back now. You're here forever. Yeah, you are here forever. I'm not sure why. Um, so speaking of New Japan though, I'm uh I'm really, really happy that they went with Kenny Omega. I do think it's funny that he is Canadian and he is the first ever US champion. I do think that's kinda of funny. Um, but I don't think it has to be um, I think it more so just had to be a English speaking person rather than an American. That's all you think about Larry? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you think about? I'm yeah, sorry. You know, I, I I'm not I don't really know what like the premise. I mean, I don't I don't really know what the qualifications would have been, or you know, for me because it didn't really matter. But I would love to have watched it, and I didn't get a chance to watch it. But yeah, I think Kenny Omega, just from what we know, what we have watched, seems like to be like the right pick. Um, does this mean that he's not going to have his third match? Um, with Okada, because remember after that match, Okada like cut a promo and was like, "Are you interested in this or not?" And so it seemed like it was heating up. So the first, um, I do not believe he's going to have his third match. Is he going to end up having a feud well, with Cody? Um, maybe. I think maybe eventually he'll have it, but I don't think it'll be for a while. Um, update on New Japan. Uh, the first birth year they give you to select from is 1917, <laughs> which would put me at about a hundred years old. So, um. Hey, there's going to be some older fans. What? You could, Is uh, there anyone that old? Um, do you, so, you, so you think Okada's going to stick with the title for a while? Yes, yes I do. Um, admittedly, I don't watch as much New Japan as I would like to just because, you know, New Japan World won't fucking work. Yeah, rewind this episode about four minutes ago and you'll, you'll know why. But, um... Yeah, I would uh, really, really enjoy. Um... Okay. <laughs> this is live. What's it saying? Uh, my nickname's Larry Bear. It has everything ready for me. I joined the first of this year. Is when I joined the first of this year. It has when I joined. Um, I guess I'll just do the payment method. Is what I'll do. Um, is it saying you don't have an account? Yeah. That's what it's saying. Um, that's what it's saying. Uh, fun fact of the day, I am a person who absolutely knows my uh, debit card number by heart. 
because no. I ordered that much stuff online. I do always check just to make sure because I always I have anxiety about I'm going to put in the wrong account. I have this weird fear that I'm going to put in someone else's card one time when I do that, and they're going to get charged, <laughs> and then I'm going to get like sued and go to jail forever. And it'll be yeah, that, I think that's actually what happens. I think so. Um, but oh, I forgot I had a picture of Black China up. Um, that's any... messy. <laughs> it's a real messy. That's a that's a, that's a messy situation. We'll have to get into um, our um, Black China podcast. Ooh, listen, you'll love that. <clears throat> um, yes, uh, I absolutely think that Okada will stick with the title for a while. I think he is a phenomenal wrestler. Oh, man. Um, he's he is great. He also strikes me as a really really cool person. Do you guys um, like my commentary on that? I just said he is. <laughs> I enjoyed he it. Is. He mm. is great. Mm. Um, mm. I I don't see anyone else that. Um, I mean, even though I just said, you know, I don't watch it a lot, I don't see people right now that I would think, like, yeah, they can, you know, they'll, they'll take it from him. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this whole um, Cody, um, Kenny? You know, they, they were arguing um, over the, the, the U.S. show. It seems like the same thing was happening at the Ring of Honor show, right, during, during uh, Cody's match? Yes. Um, to be honest, I don't know. And then wasn't that wasn't Cody doing the same thing uh, the last time K- um, Omega and Okada had a match? He was going to throw in the towel. So it seems like they have this like weird budding rivalry. Larry said a breakthrough. I did. What's it saying? Well, I'm not. I'm not going to click to watch anything right now. Okay. Because um, you know, copyright and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> but um. Before it said I was unregistered, and now it says I'm registered, so we should be good now. So once we're done recording, I'll see if I can watch something. Yeah, so um, you guys, you dweebs, will just have to wait till next week. You will. And by next week, we mean next month when we record. August, when All we right. do our post-SummerSlam <laughs> recap. <laughs> it was like, guys, I'm sorry we've been away for a while. but. Uh, Alright, so um, anything else with uh, New Japan? It seems like we've hit a breakthrough. No. I think this is a good cap-off point. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh... Really, this was this main. The point of this segment was to say why I was mad at New Japan and try to fix it. And I may have fixed it. I may not have fixed it. I think I fixed it though. But um, this is expert pocket. Tune in to see if you fixed it. What? Well, what I really wanted to. Uh, one thing I wanted to get you know through in this one is I want to talk about New Japan okay. a lot more. But um, you know, we couldn't watch it, which is why we didn't ever really talk about it. But. Now that hopefully we can watch it again, we can, uh, you know, begin to talk about it more. Um, and I can give more of a commentary on uh, Okada than who he is. He mm. is. Mm. But, um, yeah, I really I really loved uh, their tournament. I got to watch a little bit of it just uh, from highlights and, you know, people posting stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And um, I've enjoyed everything I've seen. Um, I think Kenny Omega's amazing i oh, think he'll man, do he is he he he, he is <laughs> should be your new catchphrase and oh, um i just I'm gonna buy our shirt on pro wrestling tees and we're going to just start to pitch already i i'm i'm really hoping they stay with this uh you know branching outside not just coming to america but just you know going other places besides uh <laughs> i love <this>. japan <laughs> i love on the countdown, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I've watched, I like the episode. Um, all right, so what do you think about? Um, we kind of st- stick with the same principle. Um, did Did you get a chance to watch um, the uh, Ring of Honor World Championship match between Christopher Daniels and Mister Cody Rhodes? Uh, no. Or Cody? Cody. Yes. 
I did see that. Um, I thought it was a really, really good match. Um, I didn't think it was a five star classic by any means, but uh, it's one that you know I'll go back and I'll you know watch again. Yeah. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was a good match. Um, I was very surprised by how early Cody got busted open. That's uh, you know unfortunate for him, but. Yeah, I loved. I uh, thought they had a couple good false finishes towards the end. I thought the shenanigans were good because it looked like Christopher Daniels was going to overcome them. And uh, yeah, I re- I thoroughly enjoyed the match, and I'm really really excited to see what uh, Cody does next with the uh, with the championship and who he's going to feud with next. Uh, well, it doesn't matter who he's going to feud with next. It's who he's going to feud with last. Ooh, and that will be because they've already said it. <laughs> I have confirmed it. Da 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 da. The copyright reasons. Oh, we can't play the song. Dun, 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 dun. It's the final countdown. Brian Danielson is going to take that Ring of Honor World Championship title. I think I was just redundant there. That that Ring of Honor title from Cody Rhodes. I mean, I'm sorry, Cody. That your official prediction? Um, yes. That yes, that's my official prediction. Oh, okay. That's bold. Cores yeah. like cold hard facts right there. Um, I think it's cool. Um, good for him. I really, I'm really uh, happy for him. Oh yeah. Like, like that means like he like he knows me. I mean he does know me. But, um, and I do have a an American Nightmare shirt that I just uh, that I wore yesterday he on does. the Fourth of July. A uh, funny story about that. Me and Tyler were going up to a Hot Topic because you know their shirts are now at Hot Topics. And they didn't have the shirts out yet, but they had them. So they were probably just looking at us like these fucking dweebs. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, so on the way up, I Excuse said... Excuse me, sir. Do you, do you have uh, like wrestling shirts? That's that's what I sounded like. So on the way up, I said, I want a Bullet Club and an American Nightmare shirt. And Tyler said, I want a Bullet Club and a Young Buck shirt. And because of these specific sizes they had there, we left and they... We both got a Bullet Club shirt, but they got switched, and I got a Young Buck shirt, and he got an American Nightmare shirt, and I am furious. Um, sorry, Kenny. We, we didn't. You weren't on our... I don't like... I'll be real honest. I don't like Kenny Omega's shirt. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great of a shirt. I mean, I guess if they had it... I, did, I, I didn't even know if they had it there. I didn't see it there, but um, I'm really sure they see. had it. I'm sure they just didn't have it in our sizes. I did see a guy later on in the mall have a Bullet Club hat, oh, and that, then Larry and I were like, are they selling hats? So we went over and they were not. Selling they were hats. not. And then I actually looked it up again last night, and uh, I didn't see any on pro wrestling tees. But I'll never buy a hat online. I have about, a, about I have one a ginormous head, and batting, I get headaches easily. So I batting one for one right now, buying hats offline. So I'm quitting. That's... Yeah, you have to. All right. Well, um, I guess that ends it with that segment. Um, that's all we have to say about New Japan. And uh, next podcast, you'll have to. Uh, Let's see if if uh, the whole New Japan World uh, login worked for Larry. As I just said before that three-second bell that we have, we are going to talk about our predictions for Great Balls of Fire. And um, we don't really have to talk about the build-up to the matches as much as just, you know, what we think with the matches and, you know, where we think they'll go from here. Um, so we'll start. Wrong. We have to cover the indie career of each wrestler. Sounds good to me. I have all night. Um, we'll start with the pre-show, obviously, where we have Neville versus Akira Tozawa. I don't know how. I don't. I said his name right. I don't know. Why are you shaking your head that. at me? Uh, that's for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, I'll go first. I have Neville 
winning um, just because, you know, I really, really like Akira Tozawa. I don't see him as the person to dethrone Neville. Um, I think they'll have a good series of matches, but that's all I see coming from this. It's just a, a couple good series of matches. Yeah, get, get, um, I'm going to just call him Akira. Get Akira over, um, make him look good, but it's a pre-show match, and I don't see him losing yes. the title at a pre-show match on a non-big pay-per-view. Um, a non-big pay-per-view um, registered trademark. So next... Uh, that's going to be our second <clears throat> shirt, by the way. I like it. Non-big pay-per-view. Non-big pay-per-views. Um, yeah, I just... I don't really know where I see Neville losing at. You know, most people I can sort of think in my head and say, okay, you know, they'll probably lose around this time because that'll be enough. But with Neville, I just think... It, well, it's not because I can't see him eventually losing. It's just because when I look at the Cruiserweight division as of now, I think... I don't see anyone there I would believe... I would believe that he's losing to. Yeah. And, Is um, there a chance that, like, he goes on a tear and then, like, Austin Aries comes out and then back and finally beats him? That's a, a very, very good chance. I also thought maybe... um. You know, when Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa are done, Gargano could come up and uh, they could have a feud and maybe he could do it. But that would be, you know, that's that's a stretch. That's uh, a probably. while from now. Yeah. Well, we so, all know who's going to beat. Who's that jumping out the sky? Are you um, Mysterio. Here we go. <clears throat> um, Correct. <laughs> all right. Next match. Uh, next, we have Enzo and Cass. Uh, I... I have big casts. I'm going with. I am going with the castle. Um, <laughs> part of me thinks that this match may not actually happen, and what may happen is either Enzo's coming out and Cass attacks him, or you know it's backstage and he's getting interviewed, so he attacks him. Yeah. You know, before I I could honestly see this match not actually happening because Big Cass attacks him before the match actually starts, or. Maybe, you know, they both come out and they're getting introduced and then he just blindsides him and beats him up, you know, in the ring or whatever and outside the ring a little bit. But the match never officially starts. Right. I could see something like that happening as well. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, they could just have a, a regular match and then just find a way to extend it SummerSlam. But I think I would get more uh, heat on the castle. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I well, we, we can't really agree on everything, though. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just say that uh, there will be a match, but because the cast, okay, <clears throat> all right, I think the castle does attack him or does something in that ma- that manner, or maybe like the bell rings and then like he like hurry up, hurries up and like kicks him in the head or something. He gets a quick win, but it you get sympathy on Enzo and um, like it they it's logical that they have a uh, another match at SummerSlam. Um, how do you feel like they've went with, I thought, uh, their last segment, not the one this past Monday, but the one the Monday before, the really good because, you know, you're used to the things like that where you just think, oh, okay, you know, he's going to come out, he's going to talk and Cass is just going to kick him in the head again, which sort of happened, but, you know, Cass seemed, you know, genuine, obviously, you know, we knew he wasn't, Yeah. but he did seem genuine in, you know, him saying, you know. I've never been more ashamed of myself. I feel horrible for what I did. I'm sorry. And then, you know, they got all the way up to the ramp. Yeah. What you should take from that, never stop at the top of the ramp. You should always just keep on going. True. Yeah, I think uh, I think he doubled down on um, – they doubled down on the heel turn. It's like it made him look – it was almost like, you know, you can – you can Made him look like more of an asshole. Yeah. I'm sorry? Made him look like more of a castle. Yeah. Um. So, uh, 
uh, what's his name? Brian Zane. Is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Uh, first tweeted that. I thought that was hilarious. He said, asshole. In parentheses, castle? <laughs> like, like four months ago. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, you can almost look at the, the first, you know, him turning on, uh, when, when it was all revealed as like, heat of the moment, um, anger, pa- you know, passion got the best of you. But this was like premeditated yes. to the point of like, that's kind of disturbing. So, yeah. Um, and uh, I liked uh, last week, too, where Enzo just sort of jumped him. And I, I like the thing that Enzo's doing right now where he's like, you know, I'm a scrapper. I've never, you know, I've always gotten out of situations no matter what. Um, I liked his line where he said, you know, I've climbed out of, uh, I've gotten myself out of holes way bigger than seven feet before. Yeah. I was like, what holes were you in? Because, you know, true. those are some deep, deep holes. This is a family podcast. Um. Well, you know, depends on what your family is, I guess. That's true. Um, I'm really excited about this, though. Um, I think, uh, I think, in their singles career, I think Big Cass will be, uh, will have the better singles career, just because. Um, well, I say that he didn't do a lot in the terms he, you know, he had the brief little singles run when Enzo was hurt. But in his tag matches, you know, he does his hot tags, he hits a couple moves, and then that's sort he, of he 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 has a lot. He has a lot to learn. I mean, he I mean, yeah. he, has, he he has a lot to to he's show. Grow a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really does. But people say, oh, you know, he's a, he's ready for the prime time. No, he's not. Yeah, um, know, I've never I've never seen him actually work for more than I think seven minutes. Right. So I'm I am I'm really excited to see it. But I just you know I think it'll be a while before he really really gets you know there. And also I think. Um, in terms of them, I think who is he going to feud with after Enzo? Cause it makes sense for Enzo, but then for him to keep the ball rolling, he has to be put with someone that you know we would care about. So is he going to be put with a Seth Rollins right away? Is he going to you know someone that can maybe carry him a little bit, take bumps for him a lot, and you know make him look really good? Or where do you see Big Cass going? After this feud, it, to look it, into the future. Well, it depends on how long this feud's going to last. Let's say it lasts till SummerSlam. Let's say blow off to SummerSlam just for the sake of this. After SummerSlam, where do you see Big Cass going? Well, okay, so I, if if Enzo keeps um, stay solo and like doesn't get like recruit help, then I don't know. Um, if he recruits help, maybe. His next feud is with like that guy. The maybe big he show. beats. Yeah, you know, I thought about that. Maybe it is a big show. Get a good win at like Night of Champions or something over him. Like that's fine. Keep the. Not every single one of these feuds has to be you know extreme. But a, a win over a big show who is pretty, pretty popular with fans right now and looking good. That's not going to hurt you. That's going to a clean win over him. Um, so I think that'd be my official prediction. Um, he beats Enzo, and then he goes on and. Maybe it takes out Big Show, and then after that, you know, who knows? Um, what do you see with Enzo as far in his singles career? I don't see. Well, he's he's not he's he's excluded from the cruiserweight division cause because he's a couple he's months ago he was two hundred six pounds. Um, unfortunately, the cruiserweight division is at a at a state where you would in, like it, it instantly feels like a, a, dem, a demoted. Yeah. But like, what else are you going to have for someone like that do? Um. Other than, I mean, he could do very entertaining um, backstage segments. You know, he could do almost. Hold on, I have to go look. Someone sent a group message to me and Tyler, and I have to look at it because <laughs> Tyler is hysterically laughing. This is a picture of an old man 
standing by, standing by, and then a picture of um, some pizza rolls, and it says, "Happy birthday to the man who invented pizza rolls, Gino Pellucci." Pellucci. Thank you. We love you. So, am I gonna have to go get a 120 thing of pizza rolls, and we're gonna have to eat them tonight? Well, not tonight, but tomorrow. Well, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna eat tonight but you finished them off you finished them off you absolutely are the one that ate the rest of the uh... i didn't uh i didn't eat it today or no did i no you were the one that finished them off because you wanted 30 and we had like 15 in two bags so both bags went in oh there. that's why i didn't know because you would by the time i got home you'd already yes had them in there and i didn't even think about that okay um but you still technically finished them off off topic you're the one that quick. emptied the bags um AJ Styles tweeted and said uh, that at WWE Gable is scary good. I've got 10 plus years experience on the guy, and he gave me all I could handle. Uh, last night's real winner, the WWE Universe. So, uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, I don't see, to get back on track, I don't see Enzo really doing a lot in his singles run other than just, you know, sort of being an entertaining segment guy um you know maybe someone who can take you know big bumps and make big guys look good but other than just you know talking and taking bumps i don't i don't see a program that he would go into where i'd think oh yeah that'd be really entertaining i'd like that okay say he doesn't go into the cruiserweight division who, who give, give me somebody you think that he could go into a program with after um this. that's a thing i can't him and bray wyatt That'd be entertaining, I guess, in terms of promo, because you'd have no idea what either one of them are fucking saying. I mean, just, you'd have more of an idea with Enzo, but, um, that, um, man, I, I, see, I, think, I can't even think of anybody that makes sense. Maybe the Drifter, just to do it. <laughs> just, just, um, it. just to do it. Maybe he could go after the Miz for a quick minute. You know, um, not, not to get, not to get completely off the track. But just started thinking about the cruiserweight division, and I'm like, they could be doing so much with Brian Kendrick. I mean, the Brian Kendrick on like the main roster. Yeah, they're not. And uh, he's off doing impersonations of George Washington and feuding with Jack Gallagher, and I've... it just kind of bums me out, you know. And let me just let me just say again, for the record, okay. how bummed I am when I see Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Tyler's real upset. I just I see this face when we watch Raw on Monday. Um, let me just show you. I'll just show you how, how... I don't know. You just have to look at me when that segment's on. Oh, man. What a bummer. Um, something I kind of... I guess I want to touch on. Um, Enzo and Cass never won a tag team title. Even in NXT. They, no, and, and I like that. I, I like. They, I don't I don't think everyone needs... They never won title one. Run. Which is just uh, sad, I guess, for them. Yeah. Um... Do you have anything else to say about Enzo and Cass? Nope. All right, so next is The Miz versus Dean Ambrose. I am done with this. I get it over with. It's not... It's Dean not a, wins and they extend it to SummerSlam. The Miz is going to win. What if Dean wins and they extend it to fucking SummerSlam? I'll be... I'll piss in my mouth. What more I'll be, do you guys... I'll be pissed. <laughs> what you, you say? You'll piss in your mouth? <laughs> That's what I said. All right. We'll do a live... We'll, we'll record it and put it on Instagram. Larry will... Take a piss in a cup and drink it. I hope I don't have to do that. Um, I mean, I just this is is to me, it's boring. What I legitimately think is yeah. when I when I see this now, I think I'm not entertained anymore. This has rain its course. I'm checked out now. 
I don't need to see any more of this. I, I get it. I get that you guys don't like each other, but maybe you should just move on to other things. You almost feel like their their last match shouldn't have waited all the way to Battleground. They should have had it two weeks ago. Yeah. And then, that's because that's what they do. If they if they want to extend it, but they don't extend it to all the way to another pay-per-view, just do it on a random Raw. And they could have done that and got it over with. So, how do you see this? I, I, I too, pick them as, how do you see it happening? I want it to be either clean and the Miz can say, I got to I gotta win over you. You have no excuse now. Or I could see Maurice, you know, her and the Miz have been having a little, you know, tension here recently. So I could see her, you know, finally, you know, coming back to the Miz, even though she never technically left him, but just, you know. Right. Their tension being completely solved by her, you know, helping the Miz. Um, what I don't, I don't think this will happen, but what I really hope doesn't happen is I hope they don't split up. I hope, you know. She doesn't somehow inadvertently cost the Miz the championship, and then those two people um, split up. What if she sides with uh, Dean, and then she that he, she's Dean's valet? And I'm like, all right, so we know that uh, Miz and Maurice are married. We know Dean's married. Um, yeah, I just, I really, really hope that it's what's clean what's or next just for, what's next for Dean. <sighs> Next for Dean, I honestly don't know what I, would be okay. next for Dean. I think is he gonna do a reunion with someone, with maybe Seth Rollins or something for like a little bit, not like a permanent one, but just like for a month or two, just you know maybe get some heat what back under both of those guys. That'd be really entertaining. I I would enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I would different. absolutely like that. Um, just like remember randomly, New Day. Um, we're trying to survive that Raw. And make it like the longest reigning champs ever, and um, they had that that multi man, uh, multi team tag match. It was uh, Seth and uh, and Roman going for the tag championships. I, I kind of like that. It was. I didn't like that he had to talk Roman into it. Yeah. Roman seemed... was like, yeah, I don't need to. And he's like, come on, man. Um, what if uh, Dean loses clean, and then on Raw he turns heel? That'd be very entertaining. I would he very turns much enjoy heel that. on Roman, or he turns just turns heel on maybe he has like a random tag match, and, and he and he just he need that's what he, I think he needs it. I think so. Too. I think he needs something to He'd because be a good heel. He's almost to the point now where it's um, I feel like a lot of times he's more goofy than anything, which I don't like. I like if he's just gonna be the crazy guy where he's like, I'll punch myself in the face, I'll punch you, like I'll bite me, I'll bite you, whatever I have right. to do to win, like like that's fine. I can buy into that, but he's almost now. He, weekly, he almost seems to change, to me at least, from being the, you know, swaggy, you know, sort of cocky guy in his leather jacket, you know, like, you know, I'm too cool for you, and like, you know, which I, I like that, but then the next week, he's just super crazy and super goofy and just, you know, biting his fist, and I'm like, there's there's not a lot of consistency here. I, I think I think it, it kind of, first off, it looks like your right headphone is like 10 times bigger. It is. That, that's uh, I meant twice as big, not ten times bigger. Is it bigger? No, it's no, absolutely just, the same size. Just looks weird. Um, Dean, right? What were you talking Dean, about? we were talking about Dean Ambrose, the former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I don't remember what I was gonna say. That's good. Um, next for the Miz is I'm hoping that um he can you know I'm hoping he keeps the title for a while. I don't want the title to leave the Miz really anytime soon. Um, maybe. I know what to say. Okay, here Sorry. we go. Um, I think it kind of it clicked in everyone's mind. Like 
they're not going to stick with Dean as a more serious guy. When after SummerSlam, the SmackDown after SummerSlam, he showed up in the second hour wearing that big, that big ass, goofy, huge cowboy hat, and he was the champion. We're like, oh, okay, so they're really not going to let him go on. Like they're really going to make sure he he does that. Like not even wacky zany, but just goofy. Yeah. The, the um, goofy side. And I think once that happened, everyone's like, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, for the record, I am getting – it's not that I'm getting I, – I was wrong earlier in saying this. I said that I'm getting bored with it now. It's not that, but I'm just kind of tired of it. I'm just like, okay, you know. I, yeah. it's, it's almost like I would just really rather see something new. I've enjoyed almost everything that they've done so right. far. But I would just really re- – it's it's high it's tide to move, uh, to, move, to move on because there's only so much you can do together before and they were feuding you know on before, smackdown yeah. too not that long ago so it's like well you know let's let's kick this into gear here i think yeah it's keep them separated for a long time yes um i as far as them moving forward um dean i'd really like to see a change in his character um the miz i'd like for him to just sort of stay the same maybe him and seth rollins could have a program but I don't see him and Bray Wyatt being over in just one month. Um, see, actually, I do. I really, you, you finally, see? we disagree. How? What's the time here? Two hours into this podcast. Yes. Um, I I think Seth gets a clean win and um and moves on. Moves on. Why not go into a program and beat uh, Miz for the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam? You heard it here first. That's bold. Um, Seth needs a title. I think it'll last. I don't think it'll go to another pay-per-view, but I think it'll last like two more Raws after this. Sure. Just to drag it on a little bit. But um, I could see him probably still having time to feud with The Miz. Um, I don't. I honestly can't really think of other people because I keep trying to time out, well, this person will be coming out of feud and so will they, and I just I can't do it. Maybe they just won't show up, or maybe they'll go to SummerSlam. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a uh, best of seven series in SummerSlam. Or just keep this Dean Miz thing going. Just keep it going right on through. I really hope not. Um, so next we have what I think is just a, a really interesting match, which is uh, the Hardy Boys versus Sheamus and Cesaro in an Iron Man tag team match. They are called The Bar. Yeah, so Cesaro and Sheamus again. Uh what do you uh, what are you thinking for this match? It's a thirty minutes Iron Man match. It took me by surprise. It always seems like after a gimmick pay per view when they do a gimmick match, always just like really. Um, I well, first off, I just want to be on record and saying I want to be on record a lot. Apparently, this podcast, um, I still get just as pumped when I hear the Hardys. I'm still full on full board with these guys. I'm still super pumped they're back. Uh, I don't know. I my my prediction is Sheamus and Cesaro, um, because I think just how just in time for SummerSlam, you have just enough time to build Jeff versus Matt, um, Jeff versus Broken Matt. You know, maybe this is the time they can do it. He did tweet something the other day where it, it, it seemed to indicate that he was the court battle was still going uh, going well, and we're not going to talk about that because that's super boring, but. That the court battle was going to go well. That the court battle was going well, and um, maybe we see the broken persona sooner than later. I am with you on most of that, which is you know I don't really know where they're going to go with either of these teams after this, but I'm picking the Hardys to win. 
mainly just because um, I kind of want to see the tag titles on him again. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no real uh, reason behind it. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, teams they could feud with still. I think, uh, you know, Gallows and Anderson could be a really good team for them to feud with. Um, so I just, I in my mind, I think that, you know, there's still more mileage with the Hardys. And I think the, the Hardys could absolutely just be top programs in the tag team division without the titles. They don't need it. Right. But I think with the tag team division kind of being, you know, not so hot right now on Raw, other than this feud, um, right. may, it might, you know, work a little better if the titles are on the Hardys and they're in a big program while the rest of the division builds up. So that's my main reason for picking the Hardys. Um, I think this is going to be a decently high fall uh, match. I think it's going to be like a four to three or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be pretty high. <laughs> I did think it's funny. Uh, they just had that best two out of threes. Yeah. Three match. And um, Jeff Hardy lost in like 45 seconds. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, Very quick. That's what you get with oh. these kind of matches. Oh, yeah. It was the best two out of three match that lasted like 12 minutes. It w- I remember when that Raw was on. That match was getting ready to start, and they were making their inches, and I looked, and I was like, it's like 10.47. Yeah. How long is this match going to be? That's nothing compared to when Daniel Bryan did his retirement, and it was 11.05 before his music even hit. Ooh. And that was, like, I remember I was at my mom's, and I watched that, and I thought, man, this is, this, it's 11.30, and old boy's still just walking out to the ring. You know what? I, I don't want to talk um, but so I, mean, I have nothing compared to the sadness of Kurt Hawkins, but man. <laughs> so um, I have um. I have, I think it's going to be an amazing match. I think all their matches have been really, really good. And um, if Sheamus and Zara win, I wouldn't be mad. I, I'd like it. I just, I don't know who Sheamus and Cesaro's next uh, program would be after the Hardys because I can't think of a whole lot of, uh, you know, good guy teams on Raw at the moment. Um, yeah, nobody comes to mind right yeah, now. Yeah, so I that's that's my main reason for picking the Hardys is because I can immediately put them in a program that would mean a lot. It would make sense because of, you know, Gallows and Anderson, they had the titles, and they could say, you know, we feel like we were screwed. And, um, yes, that's my, that is my main reason for picking the Hardys is because I can immediately foresee them in a program with someone. All right, next match. The next match is Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Um, Which we've... We've talked about it a lot, so we don't have to go into as much detail. Yeah, I uh, just, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, I don't, don't either. care at all. Um, I have no idea. Is it because Seth said something that made Bray mad? Probably, he probably dissed um, the swamps or something. I'm not quite sure. He's repping the wrong swamp flag. I'm waiting. Tyler's leaving the podcast. Oh boy's back. Sorry, I keep thinking I hear my dog. Um Yeah, so again, just to just to reiterate one more time, I don't care. Um I'm going Seth. I th- I am too. I think the match is going to be good. Yeah, um, it'll be a fine match. Yeah, I think But what's a fine match when you don't care anything about yeah, it? Yeah, um I don't think anything special is gonna come I think Bray Wyatt's a really good in ring worker. I don't think you know I don't think he's – there's certain people where, you know, if Finn Balor and Seth Rollins had a program, right, and they didn't really do a whole lot of talking before the program, they announced it like, you know, two or three weeks before the pay-per-view, 
that would be a match where I would still say, you know, I don't care about the build because, or you know, I would prefer the build to be bit good. Yeah. But you know, it's fine because I know that match is going to be great. I'm just excited to see the match. This is one where I need more of a story to invest in to then invest in the match. Right. And I don't have much of a story, so I'm not going to invest that much in the match. Um, I was wrong actually. I'm taking um. Bray Wyatt mainly because I think Seth Rollins is going to be him on Raw, but I think it's going to be either cheating Shit. or it'll no, be I a, guess I just, yeah. or it'll be a disqualification or something. And then I think within the next two weeks, Seth Rollins will beat him on Raw, and then that'll and then he'll move on. You know, I already made my prediction, so I can't go back now. But uh, damn, that's a that's good, smart thinking. Thank you, sir. I'll be here all week. Um, next we have the women's championship match: Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Who do you have? And why do you have them, sir? I'm glad you asked me. I have Alexa Bliss <laughs> retaining her Raw Women's Championship. I just I don't want Sasha to have the title right now. I don't. I want I don't want her to be in the title picture right now. If we're being real honest with each other, I think Alexa wins. I think she cheats somehow, and I think she loses it to Sasha at SummerSlam. I don't want it to happen, but I I think that's what's going to happen. Here's here's something to maybe think about. Okay. What if Bailey came out to try to help her, right? Or maybe tomorrow, not tomorrow, or maybe, um, you know, when Raw rolls around, um, you know, she comes out to try to, you know, help Sasha again. Maybe Alexa Bliss cheats on this one, and then, you know, on Raw, maybe, you know, Bailey comes out to try to help Sasha, and then, you know, maybe Nia Jax comes out and interferes a little bit, and Sasha ends up losing again. And then Sasha turns heel on Bailey, right? Or just turns heel, right. attacks Bailey, and then when SummerSlam rolls around, you have Alexa Bliss and, you know, Nia Jax or someone like that that she's going to go against at SummerSlam. And then you also have Bailey versus Sasha Banks at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think so too. I don't wonder how many matches they'll have at SummerSlam. Seventeen. It does seem like quite a lot. They they do have quite a lot. Yes, I do believe SummerSlam is a four hour pay per view, I think. Yeah. I mean it you know it should be. Yes. Um yeah, I think I think that's really possible. Uh, some variation of that. Um, pull the trigger on it now, I, and that would be a good way to 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 like not make not make Sasha look bad that she doesn't lose cleanly. Something happens, and then it's one of those like okay, there's a title match, something happens, and then they never really get their rematch because they go into something else right away. Yes, um, I think that makes sense. And um, now I but I do see uh, I do see Alexa. Holding on to it. I do too. And I love they what Alexa Bliss her, has been doing. So. Oh, yeah. I, I love what she's been doing. I do. Um, I've heard some people say that they're nervous about the match and what they think's you know, what they're expecting from it. I'm not nervous about it. I'm expecting uh, this to be a really, really good match. Um, no, I don't, I don't look at Alexa. If they're given the proper time for the match. Yeah. And I don't, I don't look at Alexa Bliss and think like, oh, because you can look at like, Sasha and Charlotte be like, man, they're just gonna try to just do everything. I don't look that at Alexa. I think Alexa is confident in her work, and she's she can tell a good story. And I don't think she's gonna do anything that's gonna be overly dangerous. No, I think it's gonna be a very good, solid match. Yeah. And uh, I have Alexa Bliss uh, retaining, and I think this program will probably continue. Yeah. So next we have Roman Reigns. Versus, uh, I'm reading a card. This says Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in an ambulance match. That is not the match. Does it really say that? It does. This is on the Bleacher Report. 
I pulled this up just so I could read off the card, just so I would make sure I wouldn't miss anything. On the Bleach Report, it says Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, ambulance match. Well, let's talk about that match. <laughs> um, I don't remember seeing any build-up for it. Yeah, very weird build-up for it. <laughs> so it's Roman Reigns versus uh, Braun Strowman in an ambulance but match. Is it a triple turn match? He has two ambulance matches in one night? He has two in one night. And then right after, Brock Lesnar has to defend his universal <laughs> title. So he'll get taken out in a stretcher and then or in an ambulance, and then they'll just make a Yui and come back. Well, then Joe has to get the edge. Yes. Um, so uh, who do you uh, see winning this match? I think just because of the timing, I think Brock. All right, <laughs> yeah, I think Brock beats. Um, I think um, I think Roman, because we're right by SummerSlam. Um, I think they, we go into a. Uh, he goes into the title picture. Um, you know, Strowman got a clean win on him. The the pay per view after Roman beats Undertaker in the main event of WrestleMania. Did the next pay per view. Braun gets a clean win, you know, clean, as as Peter Rosenberg would say, a Jace, clean a Jace because of the whole um, him attacking him a few weeks before and and Roman being injured, but um, yeah, I think and I think Braun will be fine. It's a pretty gimmicky type match. Um, hopefully they do something fun with Braun at SummerSlam. Yes, but uh, ooh, what if they did Braun versus Bray at SummerSlam? Um, ooh, now. Ooh. Both heels. But what if Bray causes Braun the match and it's Bray Braun at SummerSlam? That would be cool. Braun is a baby face for a month. I think Braun is going to win. Mainly because I just think Roman's at the point now where loss doesn't really hurt him. And um And he already called a shot, so that's not gonna actually happen. Uh yeah, I think, you know, he's kind of already, you know, said that so I think Braun's going to win, and I could see, I feel like a lot of times at SummerSlams, they're not big on multi-people main events, but I could see Roman, Braun, and Brock at SummerSlam, and then if they want to take the title off of Brock, that would be a really easy way to do it, because you could... it just feels stuff like a cop-out. It, it is. It is a cop-out. It I mean, absolutely just because is. of Brock, yeah. But um, I think it'd be a really easy way to do it, but... Where you said, you know, timing and SummerSlam, you know, that's why you have Roman. I have it because of the timing of Strowman just returning. And I don't think they'll have him get taken out in ambulance quite yet. Maybe they will eventually. Um, What do you think the possibilities of maybe both of them getting wheeled out in an ambulance? Maybe, um, you know, getting them both getting slammed through, like Roman spearing him and them going like through the top of oh, the ambulance yeah, and they just or something. There. And then they're just... Stand and that there. would be a good way to go, and go into a triple threat. Yes. Um, or a fatal if, if, four-way. If Roman wins, I think it'll be something where they almost slam through like the roof or something of that sort through the ambulance and then him crawling out where you're like, well, you know, he won, but it was because someone technically had to win. It doesn't actually yeah. do much to hurt Braun. But my official prediction is, is Braun Strowman, even though I just gave a full scenario <laughs> of how Roman would win. <laughs> my, my official is Braun Strowman. <laughs> This is why this is why Roman's gonna win, but my that's not my pick. That's not my pick. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and stick with Roman. I think uh, there's a lot of cool ways they'll do it, and uh, they'll probably just pick the uh, most obvious. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So next we have the main event, which is Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. Are we not missing something? We are not. Hmm. We're not missing anything, according to Bleacher Report. We're not missing anything. So this was put up July fourth. So. 
Okay. Yeah. But they also just had a Brock in the ambulance match. They did. Um, <laughs> yeah, this might not be the best source. Um, so a couple of these matches, we, so far we've said, you know, the build's been kind of weird. We haven't really bought into it. Um, I've bought into this one a lot. They have made Samoa Joe look like a monster, where I think they've almost, they've damn near tricked me into thinking, man, Joe, Joe could be Lesnar, couldn't they? And I feel like Paul Heyman's done a good job of selling it, too, because Paul Heyman has said it several times, if he puts that coquina clutch on Brock Lesnar, you're going to have a new champion. I think I think Lesnar wins. I, I I think so, too. I think he wins. I th- I think they continue it in the SummerSlam, and uh, even though I just said Roman's going to win and, and, and face him at SummerSlam, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I'd be really surprised if they had everything playing out right now. Um but um, although I did just hear where they they did have it if, that apparently I guess one of the dirt sheets said that they um, they had it official was going to be Brock versus Roman at SummerSlam. But you know this that shit changes. How many how many times have you read an article where it's like I saw an article where it was like the finish with Bailey and Alexa where Alexa beat her for the title changed like three times that day. So they don't they don't know where they're going yet. Um, I think they've been surpri- probably surprised how well this whole thing with Joe's worked. Um, I think it's going to be an at which I think it's going to be an absolute war, and um, just like I think people thought that's how uh, Kevin Owens Brock Lesnar match could have been. Yeah, I think they beat the holy shit out of each other. I think so and too. I think Brock wins, and I think Joe looks like a million bucks losing. I think so too. I completely agree with you. I would this love is a really boring podcast. It is. I would love for. Uh, for Samoa Joe to lose here and then somehow work into a SummerSlam match and win. I would love to see Samoa Joe walking around with a title and just, you know, because he, I feel like... I'm about know, to ruin Samoa Joe for you, but... I, I feel like what, uh you know, WWE's been missing a while is the dominant heel champion. I feel like most heel champions have been... Of the mindset of you know you know having someone help them win, yeah, and I think it would be like a shot in the arm and just really refreshing for Samoa Joe to be a heel champion and walking around and saying you know, you know, and I'm not counting Brock Lesnar as that. Either. No, I'm not, and him just saying you know I'm a badass. You know, if you think if you want my title, come fucking beat me for it, and just no one being able to beat. I would love to see Samoa Joe have a run with the Universal Championship. You know who's beat him? Kurt Angle. Neville. Oh wow! Yeah, I think Brock Lesnar is going to retain. Though I don't see them ever. I don't see them doing it at this point, putting a title on Joe. And um, I, I do think it'll be Roman, some form of Roman and Brock at SummerSlam. But um, yeah, I, uh, I, I see Brock Lesnar retaining because I think, I think if Brock's going to lose the title, it's going to be at one of the big pay per views. I think it's either going to be at SummerSlam. And that there, there is a part of me that thinks that's why he would lose now. Just to swerve him, just to swerve Kinder everybody. Mahal is the champion, so nothing is off limits. It's gonna be a Punjabi prison match that I am more than excited for. I feel like a lot of people have been shitting on that, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking excited to see this. Um, so I'm loving it. Joe's a badass, and he's he been is. made to look like a badass. But I did hear on the the Masked Man uh, show, I think it was a couple weeks ago, where they were talking about Joe's music, and they were like, you know, it's cool, but it kind of sounds like the music that. Like the fat guy going into McDonald's when they messed up the, his McRib and he's going to talk to a manager. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
dun, dun. You're like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Joe's coming in. We messed up his McRib. Oh, shit. I want to talk to a manager. That is true, actually. That is that is that is what that sounds like. Now that you I was say like, that. oh, man. Damn it. I can't get that. I now see Samoa Joe walking like he does with his snarl, but with a rolled up bag of McDonald's. So he loses. <laughs> and just throwing it at the counter and just grabbing the guy. Or putting him in like the coquina clutch and showing him the McRib, like, you put pickles on this. I see this in five years. He loses his title. He goes crazy. He gets, he gets, he completely, you know, doesn't, is not in shape at all. He um, gets released and then he just eats at McDonald's every day. That'd be nice. And then, um, that's the dream. He, um, (laughs) but he's still like a badass. So he's, uh, they mess up his uh, sandwich. So he goes in the manager and puts him in the clutch. All right. Well, um, that is anything uh, else? No. Um, I think Great Balls of Fire is going to be a pretty, <clears throat> excuse me, a a pretty good pay per view. Um, I'm excited for. It. I really I think it's going to be. I think they're going. We're going to have a lot of great matches. I think so too. Um, I think this will be one of the better worked pay per views as far as just in ring matches. I mm-hmm. think this will be one of the better ones of the year, and I'm uh, I'm really really excited for it. I am really excited, and hopefully we can um, have a uh, some sort of post show that week. And, uh, you know, tell you everybody what we think of Great Balls of Fire. Sounds good. Alrighty, that's all the time we have for this week. Make sure you like and share the podcast all over social media. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes at Brothers in Law of Destruction. And we hope to see you next week.